Live from Chicago IL, this is the Bears and Beers podcast. We talk Chicago Bears and Beers. I am Walker. Joining me as always are Flipka and CZ. It's a parody, Dumb and Dumber, boys. Just when I thought you couldn't get any worse at coaching, you go off and pull a prank like this and totally <laughs> redeem yourself. Does that mean I'm coaching the rest of the season? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's McCaskey and, uh, and Nagy at the game, unfortunately. The club dub. Oh, man, 16-14 victory, and uh, I think I think everybody in Chicago had a sigh of relief after that victory, CZ. Uh, sigh of relief? I'm not sure. I, I was uh, – actually, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'd love seeing the Bears win, but I would have rather seen them lose. I think it would have been funnier and just a, a greater stamp on this fucking season. If, but, we, had, if we had that first-round draft pick, I agree with you. But Yeah. No, I you like, This is the victories. Um, it's funny, I, I, so I watched the game in the, the last uh, probably four minutes of the game I listened to on the radio driving to our little Thanksgiving party. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Tom Thayer was kind of I, – I was dumbfounded too, and then Tom Thayer kind of said the same thing I was saying. Um, like, why the hell did they just decide to take a, three knees in a row? Like, I know they wanted <laughs> to run the clock down, but, dude, you're at like the 10-yard line or whatever. Like, run the ball in and see if Montgomery busts one in for a touchdown – you know, run a play where the ball's going to be run to the middle of the field so that if he gets tackled, it's in the middle. But the whole taking a knee and then putting on your kicker, I know Santos has been tough, but you never know what happens at a, on a fourth down and he having the shank one. Like, why not even attempt to try to get the goddamn ball in the end? You had a couple timeouts. You had a minute left. Like, Tom Thayer was going berserk on the radio about it. Well, um, well, Nagy even got cute. Doesn't make any sense. He, he waited till literally the last second to call a timeout. We're watching it. Yeah. Like, uh... And he's like, time yeah. out, like one second, like, dude, the game almost ran out. Flipka. Yeah, call it with five yeah. seconds. Like, because the time the ball snapped, I mean, it times me expired. Like, it, it, it's just, again, like, they, they get a win, and you can still find the dumbest fucking things that they do. Then you're like, I, like, this staff is insane to me. I don't know. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the ref's ear. He's like, you're talking yeah. to him for like 15 <clears throat> seconds. It's like, uh, call a timeout <laughs> of three seconds, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, my, my son was like, what if the clock just runs out? Because it looks like it's going to run out. I'm like, if it, if it does, I can't do anything about it. So, yeah, I mean, that would I mean, have been that would have been a ca- a capper on his career right yeah, there, huh? Yeah. But talk about two like inept coaching staffs, right? Like, oh yeah, uh, the, the the Lions they have them on like a third and nine, and they get two penalties for calling back to back timeouts, like two timeouts just, in a row. Just like freaking comical, like the, it, these it, two staffs. Yeah, I mean, it, and it looked like we were watching our team with those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. holding after holding after holding. It was like, holy shit, there's a team that's worse than yeah. the Bears out there with with these penalties and just boneheaded coaching decisions like you're yeah. talking about. I mean, my God. Holding false starts. I mean, it was fucking insane. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, I, I was entertained by that game. Yeah. Were you not entertained? Not sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, last-second victory. You know, and, you know, the NFL has got to be happy about that, at least. I mean, how – how sloppy and ugly it was. Detroit has 10 penalties. And a lot of those penalties started right after Aikman started praising uh, the Lions that, <laughs> that they're losing the games, but they're not losing because they're beating themselves. And all of a sudden he's like, he actually admitted, he's like, I think I jinxed them or something because it just started getting holding penalties. It was ridiculous. Am I, am, I, am I allowed to ask a question? Yeah. Just you not know, to I consider, me. I, I, I consider myself a pretty knowledgeable football guy. Why is it a penalty though to call like back to back timeouts? Like if I call a timeout and we come out 
and I'm like, oh shit, the office is running something crazy here. I need different personnel. And why can't I? Why shouldn't I be allowed to call another timeout? Zubka? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> how, it's how a weird that? penalty. Isn't it kind of a weird penalty? Yeah. But did you did you hear the explanation? Like, no. If 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 they had already called the timeout and they attempt to call one on the field, the ref is, is supposed to ignore it. Um, but if, if they come screaming in like like uh, Aaron Glenn did and gets in the ref's face and, and they have to stop the play, that's when they, they take a timeout away and they enforce a penalty. Yeah, but they're, they're weird, though, instructed like, to, to – to... Yeah. But I just don't know why you – like, listen, if I want to burn all three of my timeouts in a row, like, fuck, I have at it, dude. Like, what's the hell? Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. Was that penalty was was that put into place after I, I, have, I, have a few, I have a memory of like Ron Revere or something like that doing like three like icing the kicker timeouts in a row? It could have been it could have been in, in response to that. Who knows? You think it's when you think it's in response to Chris Weber calling a timeout that he didn't have in the end nineteen eighty or nineteen ninety two NCAA. God, finals. I remember that. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> that was a great that was in college basketball was great when they actually had the super teams and they played, you know, three, four years of the Duke teams, you know, and that was the old yeah. Fab Five, huh? Oh, Fab, well, it's five. Fab five versus Carolina with uh, Jerry Stackhouse and the boys. Was that Eric, Ma- Eric Montrose, maybe? I yes, think? there was a Montrose sighting. Yes, for Eric sure. Montrose, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Only on Bear- Sweden, only on Bears and Bears Nation can you get an Eric Montrose shout out. So we didn't understand why we're number, <laughs> why we're a top 100 podcast in Sweden. So there you go. I found out today we're also in India. Uh, we're also in- streaming in India. So. Wow. Just in case you, you guys are wondering out there. So, well, try hope. Yeah. I love, I love a good podcast in India. They do too. And that's why I listen. <laughs> so, there you go. Hey, so the Bears, you know, finished this game. So, we went 16 14, but the offense has 378 yards. Lions have 239 yards. So, a huge difference. Bears have 69 plays to 45 plays. And we had 32 minutes to 27 minutes. So, you know, 16 14 to get the victory. But, why the hell can we score some more points in this game? It's really, uh, really ridiculous, Fupka. Well, you, you don't, you don't like red zone interceptions. <laughs> well, I'm used Good to them. God, I'm used to them. <laughs> I don't like them, you, but I'm used to them. You, you knew one of those was coming from from yeah. the old Red Rocket. Yeah, right? that's his. That's what his an under throw, too. My God, that, yeah, that, that that's it. That's his mo. I mean, I I don't I don't know what to say. I just like I said, I, I was entertained by the game. I wasn't expecting. Um, I, I, well, actually, I predicted a sixty-three to ten victory, but uh, you did. <laughs> I mean, I I came into the game not really caring if they if they you know won or lost, but I I thought it was thought it was entertaining. I don't think it does anything to to save Matt Nagy's job. I hear that the team gave him the uh, game ball and he carried it out proudly to the bus. Oh God. Um. Yeah. Just you, you get all that rah rah shit from him. Um. And he'll continue. His and the season, and I mean, it'll it'll come down to it in in um in the postseason recap when he when he talks to Ryan Pace. I think he's going to get the hook. They're going to look at the offense and say you're ranked, you know, in the bottom three in every every category except rushing, and and you're out of here. So, I mean, dude, they average fucking sixteen points a game. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's, it's disgusting, it's and that that falls squarely on him. There's nothing there. There's no rebuttal to anything um that that he can say to 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 keep his job he's a he's a dead man walking i mean i feel i feel happy for him that he was able to to get the win today and you know little little redemption for a pretty shitty week um but 
it ain't going to save his job. To kick a last-second field goal and win against a zero-win team doesn't uh, inspire a whole lot of confidence. Well, and especially when, again, and we've been saying this for for the last couple of years, you you were brought in here to be an offensive guru. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was Mitch's fault. It was Mike Glennon's fault. It was, um, you know, it's Fields' fault because he's a rookie. It's Dalton's fault. It's Foles' fault. Like, you can say what you want about all these different quarterbacks, but the one constant is is Matt Nagy, yeah. right? He's the constant. And when you're you're brought in to be an offensive guru and you're averaging less than 16 points a game, and even that first year, right in 18, where we were club-dubbing all up and down the field, if you take away all the points we scored on defense, he probably wasn't averaging much more than 18 or 19 points a game on offense that year. Yeah. So, so I mean, plays too, you know. I yeah, I mean, like, listen. You know, Hicks in the is, is he a guy that you'd probably want to have as your neighbor helping to start your snowblower in the winter? Hell sure. yeah, man. But but this guy can't be a head coach and he can't be calling an offense and he can't be picking offensive coordinators. And I sent out that, that text during the game. Whoever our next head coach is, whether he's the guy that's going to call the offense or he's going to bring in an OC, we have dudes on this team on offense that can make plays. I it's agree. just a matter of trying to figure out how to – get them involved in, in the proper type of offense, like running like pass plays where there's guys at different levels that allows your quarterback to make the right throw and let guys break away and, and make some yards after catch or putting your running backs in the right position to do things. Now, granted, we need some little bit of help on the O-line, but, you know, we have dudes, man, on this offense that can do stuff, and we just don't find a way to get them the ability to do those things. It's crazy. Yeah. You, you, you have to maximize the talent that you have and to me, it's it's evident by, you know, you, you have Andy Dalton come back, and then all of a sudden, you unearth Jimmy Graham again. Like, yeah. why why wasn't he involved when Justin Fields was the quarterback? You tell me he couldn't do those same things when Fields was the quarterback. It just um, he he's got to find a way to to utilize all of his weapons to the best of his ability, and he just doesn't do it. So. Yeah, speaking of work weapons, we got Mooney two games in a row without A-Rab, you know, five catches and over 120 yards today. Without who? Last week. Who the hell's A-Rab? Without who? Who's A-Rab? Without A-Rab, Allen Robinson, Jordan Schultz. Okay, Jesus. Sorry, we apologize. Sorry, Schultz's partner on the podcast there, thepatch.com. All right, you guys got I had too much Thanksgiving Kool-Aid today. So too much craving. <laughs> Anyways, Moon, anywho, anywho, Mooney was, you know, five catches, 123 yards, you know, two games in a row over 100. Uh, Komet came off big, big today, too, eight catches for 65 yards. We would really love to see more out of the running game. You know, Montgomery, 17 carries, only 46 yards, and Herbert, again, only four, four carries. But CZ, to your Crazy. point, he only had four carries, man. Yeah. yeah. To your point, Mooney and Komet are starting to look like they might be, uh, Starting to flourish here a little bit, CZ. Well, well, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like you have you have Mooney, who's got speed, and listen, he had a couple of drops that he probably should have had that should have been catches today. But you have him, you have Komet, you have Montgomery, you have Herbert, even even Goodwin and and Bird. Like those are those are dudes that like maybe they're not going to be your number one or number two, but those are guys that can make plays for you because they have speed. And yes. They can take the top off of a defense. You have guys on this offense that can make plays, and again, maybe your offensive line isn't great. But if you're an offensive guru, you should be able to scheme ways to get the ball to these guys with an offensive line that's, you know, quote-unquote average at best. 
and, and we can't find ways to do that. Like, it doesn't ever seem like we have, you know, progressions in our, in our routes where like, Hey, if we do this, the next play we're coming back and we're going to do this to base it off of what we did before. Right. It's just like, Hey, we ran this play. Cool. See you later. Now we're going to run some other play. Like, our routes don't seem to build off of each other. No, which no, which is why you don't see those explosive it. plays. But but think about it. Like when you see explosive plays, it's because hey, like you run hitch, you run hitch, you run hitch. So now those cornerbacks are flying. Well, now you run a hitch and go. Now I know that's that's basic level, right? Elementary level. But my point being, if you run plays over and over again and you have some success with them, well, the defense is going to start jumping those routes. That's when you hit the big play over the top, and we never ever do that. Our shit never builds off of one another. No, it just it just seems like just random shit that we run, you know, throw a fucking dart up against the board and, and, and <laughs> pick what to call next. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you should, to, to your point, you need to have a scheme that says, I've got my coach up in the booth looking for X. We're going to run these plays. Mm-hmm. We'll see how they react to it. And based off of that, we're going to go, you know, either of these two directions and, and kind of build from there. Um and, and, you know, you talk about all the weapons that we have, too. Why can't you get these guys a couple touches each per game and then kind of ride the hot hand? You know what I yep. mean? In mm-hmm. some games, it might be tight end heavy. Some games, it might be, you know, you're hitting the deep ball. You, you, you know, you go to Bird a couple times downfield, and he's hot, and, you know, stick with him. Give Herbert, you know, a handful of touches, not only in the run game, but, but you know, hit him on a swing pass or, God forbid, we throw a screen, something, you know. <laughs> And it just it, – it's – to your point, CZ, it still seems very disjointed. I'm, I'm glad they got the win, like I said, but it's not going to save anybody's job. No. And if it does – if listen, if it does save somebody's job, then we should just give up our Bears fandom card because <laughs> that's insane, dude. If they're like, well, he, he beat up – last year he beat a six-game losing streak, and this year he was able to get us up a five-game losing streak. Bring back the whole yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys are buying into the fact that the uh, sixth seed and the seventh seed right now are both five and five, you know, so you guys are buying into the fact that, that uh, the bears really aren't that far behind here, boys, unfortunately. They're far. Well, well, I mean, if, so how many games do we have left? What's, what's the record? One, two, three. We have six games left for four and seven. We play Arizona at home at the Packers Sunday night football. Vikings Monday night football at home at Seattle home versus Giants and at Minnesota. Okay. If they could, if they can run the table and the offense is dramatically different. So if you're talking about, you went from the bottom five in the league to top five in the league, you know, across the last six games, then you're talking, but there's no, there's not a snowball's chance in hell. I have a better chance of farting my way through the Star Spangled Banner than that happening. As some Augustino's Jardinero, you might not be, you might not have a problem. <laughs> Flip, you're 100% right. Like, listen, if you look at what we have remaining, the one game on there you can say, like, hey, we'll probably win is the Giants. Right. Yeah. Like, we're not beating Aaron Rodgers, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck if they have half their team gone. Like, we're not beating them, dude. Colt McCoy, yeah, Arizona, it, though, next week. If it's Colt McCoy, stop. Arizona. I, yeah. Who cares? They're, they're I mean, running it's it's an impossible scenario, but that's the only way that, that, it'll, yeah. that it'll happen. It's just the fact that the NFC, the bottom of the NFC playoffs are, are that bad, that the sixth seed and seventh seed are both five and five. And there are grants, and I think seven teams ahead of the Bears, you know, so a bunch yeah. of five and five, five and six teams above it. It's just not yeah. like, it's not the AFC. With the AFC, I think right now the, the six and seven seed both have six or seven wins, you know, 
It's yeah. the six, and, and 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 that's that's the same shit that we we fell into last year. We we made this this um, we got into this fake playoff spot, and it saved everybody, you know. And and it was everything that happened this week with this with the Bears and how the team rallied around Nagy. If that's the case. It's just like you know, please not don't fall in this trap again. <laughs> I was being said, you know, there's was, no way. Yeah, I, I hope there's no way. I hope there's. I no did way. read something, and it's funny because Philippa, you mentioned this uh, last week. I read up an article that said that Nagy or that Pace is definitely trying to distance himself Uh-oh. from Nagy, um, you know, and kind yeah, of make it, make it make it a separate entity so that if Nagy gets fired, he can at least maybe stick around, um, which is which is funny to see. If he's smart, he would, you know, if he's smart, he would, because they talk about the collaboration and how they're, you know, they're on the same page and all that stuff like that. So it's like, well, if that's the case. You're both gone, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yep. the case. You know, sure. You know, Might you not be collaborating anymore if you want no. to see. Uh, so today, our defense guys, you know, really nobody stood out at defense. Quinn had the one sack. Um, I think Jalen Johnson led us in uh, tackles with six. We lost Roquan today, the hamstring injury. I, I haven't really seen an update of you guys how bad the hamstring have, injury was. No. So it's okay. I have not. I it's minor. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, he's man. A fucking yeah. stud. Yeah, before that, before his hamstring got hurt today, he was flying around like a goddamn madman, dude. Yeah, he's a. He's got to be one of the top five LBs in, in the fucking game. He's unbelievable, man. Well, they're talking about him today on the on the on the you know on, during the game that he's he should be first team All Pro. I mean, he's sideline to sideline, and when he hits you like, uh, who that was it? I think it might have been Olin Cruz on the score this week earlier in the week saying like. When he hits you, like he's trying to like physically in, inflict pain on you when he's tackling you. Like, not he's bubbles. a tough sob man. Fine, yeah. Well, I'll say if he's if he's out, then there's definitely no chance against Arizona. You know, so let's. let's and I'm gonna be honest. If he's if he's a little banged up, I I'm holding him out, dude. Like, oh, you don't want this hamstring getting getting. Yeah, you don't want that thing lingering for the next six or seven weeks, man. You don't want that to turn into something even worse for next year. No, sorry, no, not at all. So hamsters are definitely tricky. Yeah, that's for damn sure. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. a tricky injury. Yeah, so I would hold him out for for a couple, you know, for at least a week if that's possible. He is a he's a fucking stud though. He's man. awesome. He's awesome. Bill Doors a stud too. What did you say, Bill Doors? Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that stat you showed? So he was target god awful. One fifty eight passer rating. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me pull it up for you guys. Hold on a minute. Pull it right up because uh, that was uh that was a crazy here, stat that you read. Here it is. Uh opposing quarterbacks have targeted Kindle Veldor 50 times this season and have completed 35 passes for 541 yards, five touchdowns at a 138.8 passer rating. <laughs> this shows how the Bears were inept because Vildor was the number two corner going in. That was plan A, and there was no other option. So well, and they let go, they had Desmond Trufant, right? Yep. And they let him go. Isn't he the starting corner for for Vegas, or is that another a different true font? I, I could have sworn it was him. It might be, and and he's a veteran, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, if anything, he's gonna have that veteran experience around. of like how to like play some like dirty veteran games against receivers. You know, I, I, I'm not as down on Vildor. I, I don't I don't think that it's as dirty as those numbers sound. I mean, it always seems like he has very tight coverage, right? But he lacks making plays on the ball. It's like, yeah. he's, he's right there. And then he either, you know, interferes right at the last second or, or just does something stupid, but he, Shits he himself. seems to be running step for step. 
and then he just can't fucking finish the play. So the, the one thing that that I've noticed, and again, I mean, I don't know what their covered schemes are or what their responsibilities are, but it always seems like he gets beat inside very easy. Like it's almost like he's got to like take a couple steps more inside and like shade inside, like you would teach mm-hmm. like a high school kid. Like, hey, shade inside, force him to be out. Because it seems like he gets beat inside fairly easy. And then he's in like he's in that trail, you know, cover that trail position, which then makes it obviously harder to make a play on the ball. Yeah, and, and who knows? Maybe he's our nickel going forward. Yeah. You know, who knows? Would, would you guys say that was the biggest blunder of Pace's offseason, you know, with the, the team coming in, or, or do you think it's the left tackle? I mean, we addressed it with Peters, but that was pretty are you late. Saying getting, mean, are you saying getting rid of Kyle Fuller? Well, I'm just saying just, just having Bill Dora as our starting corner, you know, just in general. I, like, is that, was that the biggest blunder by Pace? In, in your opinion, I think it was that or the left tackle. I mean, I, it's it's hard to, um, and I know there's sell, there are salary cap hell for for, all the, for whatever reason, but it just you know. I mean, I guess. Was, go ahead. I, I I guess it's it's. I mean, that's hard, right? Kyle Fuller is benched in Denver right now. I mean, so yeah. he's obviously not doing anything because he's been benched by his former coach <laughs> when he was at the Bears. Um, you know, the left tackle. Like, I mean, I guess that's a, a tough one, right? Like, you drafted a guy that you thought was going to be you know, starting from day one. I mean, I guess you could probably say maybe you don't cut Leno so fast. You maybe hold on to him through training camp to see what happens. So maybe cutting Leno that quick was the mistake. Not that Leno was great, but he was a guy that you knew was going to be there every single game. Um, so maybe that was – maybe the blunder was getting rid of Leno maybe a few weeks too early until you knew what you actually had um, in Jenkins. But um, – or, or didn't have – I'm with Flipka. I'm not – I, I'm, I'm busted on Vildor a little bit here, but I'm, I'm, I'm not completely down on him either. I'm, I'm not as upset as some people are about letting Kyle Fuller go because um, there was a lot of money that you would have had to pay to him. And obviously he's, again, not having a great season. He's getting benched in Detroit, in Denver as well. Yeah. I just think you, you needed to come into the season with at least three corners that are start starter worthy. Right. Correct. And, and they really only had two and, and Vildor, Although he started a couple games at the end of the season last year, I mean, he wasn't a guy that you say, you know, I know he can do it for 16 games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I mean, if we're going to talk about, you know, if it's left tackle or corner, I think it's corner that that was his biggest mistake. I mean, he he corrected course pretty quickly, and you know, by signing Peters, yeah, um, but he he just never did anything at the corner spot. I mean, Artie Burns, he was our starter today. It was right. Our, yeah, I mean, where's where where Shelly? Sounds is like Duke a Shelly not even play. Shelly's hurt. Yeah, yeah, her last he? week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Artie Burns. I, I, I don't even know how. I don't think we drafted him. Right? Is that a character right? from The Simpsons? Yes, <laughs> Artie Burns. Mr. I mean, Mr. Burns. I, I honestly yeah, don't Mr. know. Burns. I'll have to look it up to see you know where we even got him from. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and then we had such dead money on the team, you know, with Graham and, and I know he had a touchdown today, but with Graham and, yeah. then, and then Nick Foles, you know, this this dead money that could have went for, you know, I know Fuller's not starting, but you could have went to, to Fuller or mm-hmm. could you know, Leno was hilarious. I mean, I remember when Jenkins got got signed and Leno sent a tweet out saying, I look forward to to working with you, you know, you know, Jenkins and and then the Bears cut him like two days later, you know. It was uh, all right, that real was, quick. Yeah. Artie Burns is 26 years old. He played college football at the University of Miami. The U. Um, He's 26. He's six feet, 197, runs a 4'4", 840. 
He played for the Steelers from 2016 to 19, and he's been on the Bears since 2020. In his career, 149 tackles, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, 27 pass deflections, and four INTs. He was a first-round draft pick from the 2016 draft. Wow. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. They gave up on him. Uh, University of Miami. They gave up on him. They gave up on him. I don't know. I just – I'd never heard of him. Well, the Steelers know, you know, that's for sure. They, they know when they made a mistake. But, yeah, he, he yeah. has pedigree, it I mean, seems he, like, at least. Yeah, he kind of he settled down as the game went on. I, I mean, I thought that was Bill Dorr getting burned at the beginning in the first quarter. Um, but that was good old Artie Burns. Artie Burns, um, there you go. I mean, it, it seems like nobody even threw his Jalen Johnson's way anymore, which is unbelievable. That dude, he's having a, he's having a great season. He is, and hopefully we'll, we'll get somebody to uh, you know the top of the second round is gonna be interesting next year if we're gonna go, you know, alignment or I mean I guess it's gonna really depend on how Jenkins does if he comes back and shows anything, but I, I would have to think that corner is gonna be our biggest concern um, in, in the top of the draft next year. Yeah, I don't round. think there's any I don't think there's any doubt they go. They go. Yeah, I mean it would be corner. I think maybe wide receiver the, the, those two spots, but. You know, I would rather have defensive specialists or O linemen over specially CZ. You know, at, you know, it's you know, to, to build the yeah. team. Wow, know, can so. I give you one more interesting Artie Burns uh, stat? Sure. Yes. Uh, yes. His dad, Artie Tyrone Burns, uh, was arrested in 2006 in South Carolina for trafficking cocaine. Oh, was sentenced wow. to 25 years in prison. His release date will be 2027. Well, then. Is he going to be? <laughs> well, yeah, good luck well, to him. Yeah. <laughs> Only that Beers and Beers Nation can get a little depth like that one. That's so right. In depth. That's yeah. I'd like to let everyone know all about him. Yeah. Well, in depth analyses by CZ. Yeah. It's good to see Artie Burns uh, overcoming some, some adversity in his life to have his consistent. Successful NFL career. I wonder I if, you ever wore the, uh, if you ever wore the if you ever the the chain at uh, Miami when they had the turnover champion. Oh, remember the that, old that turnover chain. The turnover chain. That was probably around that time, wasn't it? When, I remember they yeah. played the other I wonder game. if Artie Burns. I wonder if Artie Burns' dad knows Sam Hurd. Oh, oh Sam Hurd. That was awesome. It, it was at Morton's downtown, and he yeah. had, like, he had no like, Rosemont. It wasn't downtown. It was in Rosemont. I thought it was a whacker like, right there. Uh, no, it was the Rosemont one. Okay. And, and they arrested Rosemont. him. He, didn't he have everything in the car? Like, yeah, a million pounds of, of dope in the Sam car. Sam heard. Holy shit. Jesus. Yeah. We're all over the place on this podcast. Yeah, we are. Well, when the Bears play the Lions, again, today was the, thrilling three, victory. What are you talking teams, about? Three man? combined wins. Three combined wins, you know? And a tie. And a tie. Hey, how about the Cowboys? Cowboys are starting to shit themselves, too, huh? They lost that, yeah. that afternoon game. Their offense, you know, got picked up in the second half, but it wasn't looking too good. Raiders trying to rally without Gruden, you know, and, and now the Bills, as you mentioned, CZ, beating the hell out of the Saints. The Saints. Yeah. I saw the Saints resign Taysom Hill this week, but Sydney is starting a quarterback. It's like, why are they you signing see this guy? Did you see the contract that he signed, though? Like, the, the – the, um... 20 million guaranteed, like, right? But it, but it, a lot of it depends on what position How much guaranteed? He plays. 22 million guaranteed. Like, if he plays quarterback, he gets a certain amount. If he plays tight end, he gets a different amount. It's fucking weird. Wow. Well, really I tell you, I, I I would trust Sean Payton that he knows what he's doing there. And he, yeah, and he knows right. what he has. You're right. You know what I mean? 
I mean, well, if that was Matt Nagy signing him to that contract, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, fuck. What are you doing? Weird, like, you know, like uh, Jameis Winston was doing OK before he got hurt. Yeah. He, you know, you know, people have said that last year was the Patriots like red shirt year, you know, that they were trying to get themselves back together. They got their quarterback and now they're at the number two or three seed in the AFC right now with Mac Jones and the seven and four. And I'll be curious to see if next year the Saints rebound the same way, you know, if they're able to get their footing and, and, and come back or to see if it's really Sean Payton for this Drew Brees. You know, you're losing 31 to six tonight and another five and six in the season. Trevor Sidney is starting a quarterback. So like, I don't know. Yeah, but Winston they were without go well. You're right. They were without the receivers and two of their running backs, too. I mean, so like their offense was freaking in, in shambles. Don't cut down my argument. <laughs> Quit go. making excuses for them. See, yeah, my bad. No, my bad. No excuses. Excuses are for losers. For I'm losers. Bad. I That's am right. bad. All right. So hey, so hey, and also last tidbit I had I had you guys have others, that's great, but Santos cannot kick a kick a field goal over 45 yards. That 53 yard field goal was like six yards short. I mean, that was Dude, uh, Ron Santo, you said Ron, Ron Santo Santos. can't kick a field goal. <laughs> I think he stubbed his toe or that on that or something. I mean, he, he looked down like right away. I think he like chunked it. Yeah, he yeah. took one you know step and a kick. Yeah, something yeah. was weird. Something yeah, something was off of that. I wanted to see replay didn't full show swing. it. No. That that looked like a sand wedge. It did look like a sand wedge. <laughs> this I was like, like a what sand, the hell sandwich. was that? Sandwich. So well, that's he all gets, I had. He gets a mulligan though. I love yeah, that I like guy. Oh, three for four. No, he's he's great. He's it's great. It just was like I remember we kicked the sixty-five yard field goal. Where we tried to do it, <laughs> it was like fifty yards, and they I hit the crossbar. I like, oh, no, no. Yeah. It was no. it was uh it was great. I at one point in the game, I I don't know. I believe. Uh, the Bears were in the red zone uh, in the light. Obviously, the Lions are playing defense, and, and uh, Joe Buck makes a comment about, like, hey, yeah, the uh, the Lions, like, red zone defense is, like, you know, worse than the NFL and like that. And Troy even goes, yeah, well, the Bears' red zone offense is bottom five in the league, so I guess at some point <laughs> something's got to give. Something's got to give. <laughs> it was, was that awesome. The, was that the interception then that Dalton threw? I'm not sure, but no, I think I, the Bears I think it was like two yeah, plays later. Right. Yeah, but it was hilarious. I was like, dude, like these guys are just passionate. These dudes, like something's got to give. Yeah, they they knew they were in for a shit show. I mean, they had to travel to Detroit first of all, and then second of all, they got to see they got to see Detroit and the Bears. You know, it's interesting. I mean, how how much longer can I, I know it's tradition and all this you know all this shit, but how much longer can Detroit keep getting this game? It's just that you know, should they have to win a playoff game? At some point, to be able to continue no. to have this game, well, but I think the same can be said about the Bears. I mean, the amount of I agree. Time games we get, we're awful. We get Monday night games, Sunday night games. Like what the fuck? Yeah, so, we should be playing at noon for the rest of our lives until they can make an actual run into the goddamn playoffs. So, well, CZ, they, they know they have guys like us that'll that'll listen and and watch the games no matter what. And yeah, break it, and break it down beautifully, right? Yes. So three of the next four weeks are, are on you know. Prime time, basically. We had yeah. Packers uh, Sunday night football, Vikings Monday night football, and then the at the Seahawks is a three twenty five start. You know, so you're gonna get a lot of bears out there, boys and girls. I mean, <laughs> hopefully for those three, those those three games, it all be um, all be Fields. You know, I, I doubt Fields against Arizona, but as I said earlier, I really want uh, Fields in that at at the uh, at Green Bay. I want him to feel that. Uh, I want Fields to feel that uh, Lambo experience. Yeah, that'd be good for him. I mean, you know, again, it's about getting the 
the reps in on the game speed, um, you know, for next year and after that. And you're right. That's part of it. It's playing in that environment and understanding what that's all about. Um, yep. You know, just don't get them killed, please. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. You, you can play with the toy. Just don't fucking break it. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Dalton was only sacked once today. You know, so the old line has not playing better. And uh, Peter's a left tackle, Borman right tackle, really has kind of solidified the line here. And so I, I don't know if they would get him killed, to be honest with you. I mean, he got, he got hurt on that uh, – on a run is what he got hurt on. It wasn't, it wasn't a sack. Um, I mean, you said him flip the last week. It might have been – he might have tweaked something, right, from a, a hit before, but probably. You know, all credit, gives uh, some credit, right? But, but speaking about the old line, did any of you guys hear the the quote unquote funny joke that Troy Aikman made when uh, Mustafer snapped the ball directly into his like own balls and ass? Did you hear what he said? <laughs> no. no, it was great. So he snapped the ball, and on the replay, it shows that he basically snapped it right into his own goddamn ball sack. And then it falls down and Dalton picks up and he goes, man, he's like, that snap looked like its own little double doink. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's great. You're, you're full of <laughs> Troy Aikman tidbits tonight, CZ. I am. I, I yeah. hate Aikman, but I, he had some good ones today. Yeah. yeah. You love that, man. He's a bit of a pompous ass. Okay, then. There you go. I miss, I, I, I miss Madden. They had Madden on there for a while today. Oh, uh, Madden. Some, some a little bit of, yeah. yeah, talking and showing the uh, turkey legs and all that stuff like that. That you was... Turducken? Uh, Turducken, there you go, and the wet, the wet, the Madden, Madden wagon. Did Madden die? Is he still alive or what? No, he's still, still alive. Kicking. Yeah, he's in his eighties. It's sad. Like Kellen was watching, they talked about him, and Kellen goes, "Uh, that's the guy who the Madden football game is named after, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude." I'm like, he was a famous coach and played. I'm like, he, he's more known for what he did in the game of football than just this game. But I guess to kids your age, you're he's known for uh, the PlayStation and Xbox game. Yep. Well, don't and, don't let uh, don't let your kids see any Ben Rivers commercials. You'll see, coach, you know, Coach Ditka on that. Like, oh, he's uh, he that's Coach Ditka, huh? Sitting there doing Ben Rivers commercials. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> he used to be our coach in our, our tight end. You know, now he's an old man needing cash. So, Coach, Coach, I'm sorry, I should not have talked, talked badly. Yeah, much. I mean, my I God, apologize. I apologize. Nothing. It's it's turkey gravy, turkey gravy again. Sorry, I apologize. All right, so we'll be back for next week. Uh, home against Arizona at noon. Hopefully, the Cardinals will be out without Kyle Murray. It'll give us a, give us a chance for a uh, a back to back victory. And um, if there's any breaking news this week with some kind of uh, you know intermittent firing, maybe maybe Pace will be fired this week. We can have some some fun with that one or Sweaty Teddy or something like that. We'll break in if anything happens, guys. Anything you want to say? Any last? Last uh, nugget for the for the folks out there. Don't forget to pick up your the uh, scene. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, CZ. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't forget to pick up your bourbon aged barrel, whatever the hell it's called that you were talking about earlier. Bourbon County Stout tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Black yep. Friday, Goose Islands. Don't forget yeah. to pick up the double barrel toasted stout. Flipka, go okay. ahead with you. We're gonna say breaking news. Yes, Flipka will be on the scene next Sunday at Soldier Field for the Bears Cardinals game. So <clears throat> I will I will be throwing out the general area of our seats, and if you come up to our spot and you find me, I will be glad to have my neighbor buy you beer. <laughs> who, who you headed up there? You with? Go to Papka. No, no, I'm going up with um, my one of my buddies and his son, and then my son Bradley. So there'll oh. be two dads and two sons. Fine, fine. Dropping maybe a. 
drop maybe a few f-bombs oh yeah yeah they they hear it all the time good let them get the environment it's important it's very important yes all right well hey you you have to uh let us know the section number any section number or you're not going to go that far i don't have that yet i I will release that information on game day will there be tailgating taking place yes there will be tailgating a lot of it (laughs) will you be doing the podcast live from tailgate bill i might yeah yeah, that's a good, I that's think a, that's a good idea. That's a good promotion. Fine. We're, t- we're taking this our tailgates. Uh, about 6.30. Okay. We'll see you at 6.30 then. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, uh, hey, Bears with 16-14. Ugly victory, but a victory. And uh, Matt Nagy is uh, very happy tonight. Sleeping sleeping well in his, in his Lake Forest bed. He so, Oh, breaking news. He just signed a 10-year extension. <laughs> wow. He signed wow. a 10-year extension. <laughs> the visor remains. So happy right. Thanksgiving to everybody in Bears and Bears Land and to our friends in Sweden and India. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa. <laughs> we, we love the Chicago Bears. We love beers and Konnichiwa. Is that you said, CZ? We're out. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night.